Today is part one in our series, Curating Space for Joy. And today's simple step to thrive is very imaginative. What is it? Stick around to find out. Welcome to the Simple Steps to Thrive podcast. We break down the busyness and stress of modern life into simple steps designed to help you thrive. We're here to help you take action that creates transformation. We're here to help you recognize and eliminate what's weighing you down and holding you back. We're here to help you design a life where you truly thrive. If we don't know each other yet, my name is Michelle Acker. I've made it my mission to create an uprising of calm and beauty in God's creation, both people and places, and that includes you. I'm here to give you tools and resources and knowledge to help you trade in depression, anxiety, and stress for a life designed and curated to let you thrive. Are you ready? We'll take it one simple step at a time. Well, hello there. Today is January 21st. 2021. And it's a palindrome. The date is the same going forward or backwards. One, two, one, two, one. In fact, yesterday started a string of 10 days with dates that are all palindromes. Isn't that fun? At least here in the US. If you're listening overseas, hello, I see you over there. And you're using the day, month, year format, then it kind of doesn't work out the same womp womp. But it's still fun, right? And that's what this whole episode is about. My friend Heather Leap Johnson calls it the fun factor. We're going to be talking today about how to curate space in your life for joy. What kind of things do you do just for the joy of it, I wonder? Well, let me re- rephrase that. Let's, let's try that again. What have you done in the last week just for the joy of it? just because it was fun. What do you have planned in the week ahead? Just for the fun of it. Maybe not as much as you'd like. If that's the case, let's change that. Here is a quick little just for the joy of it exercise. Are you ready? Did you know that you cannot smile and touch your tongue to the roof of your mouth at the same time? Try it. Smile and touch your tongue to the roof of your mouth. Okay, you just found out. Nope, not really. That's not true, is it? I just wanted to see if I could get you to try it, though. That was fun. Okay? I promise. I love you. Now, take that little fun, bit of fun, and try and use it on someone that you know. And then watch them make a silly face. And then laugh together just for the joy of it. So when we're talking about curating a space for joy, the first place we need to look at is you, or rather inside of you, inside your brain, actually, right? This is a put on your oxygen mask first kind of situation. We have to receive joy first in ourselves before we add it or spread it to the people around us. And we know from science that what you think, the thoughts that you have in your head, can change the shape of your brain. The physical structure of your brain can change 
based on the thoughts that you have. It's called neuroplasticity. So cool. Like I think I was a brain scientist in another life or something. It, it's just so fascinating. But it's been proven, and it's true, that when you change your mind, when you change your thoughts, you change your brain, the physical structure of your brain. And the more you think about a particular thing, the more that path in your brain gets stronger. So if we're talking about joy, the more space for joy you create in your life, the more just for the joy of it things that you do, the stronger the path in your brain for joy. Think of it like a muscle. The more you use it, the more you exercise it, the stronger it will get. It's kind of like a well-worn trail through the woods. The more often it gets used, the more clear the path becomes and the easier it is to follow. The opposite is true as well. The parts of the brain that don't get used much eventually get pruned away. Your brain just gets rid of them. It's kind of like magic. And the good news is we can use that pruning to our advantage. Just like you can strengthen the path for joy, you can take steps to get rid of those negative thoughts. Just get rid of them. Your brain will do it for you. Just stop thinking about them. Sounds easy, right? I mean, what kind of negative thoughts are we talking about exactly? Well, maybe it's like excessive worry loop that plays on repeat in your head. Do you have any of those? You just keep worrying about the same thing and over and over and over and nothing ever changes because it's useless to worry about it. Maybe it's a tendency to fear the worst case scenario, you know, like you hear fire trucks and sirens down the road and you're afraid that it's somebody that you love and care about got in a wreck or some other kind of disaster scenario. Do you do that? Is it just me? I do that and I hate it. So whatever it is that you have, these negative thought patterns, I love the idea that if I don't like the way I'm thinking, I have the power to change it. And it's as simple as identifying the way that I don't want to think and then not letting myself go there. Sounds simple, but it's not. Takes a little bit of work, takes a little bit of effort, takes a little bit of patience. But how do I do that? How do I replace that negative thought with something that is good and pleasant? Here is an example. When I wake up in the middle of the night, my brain sometimes starts going in an endless loop of unpleasantness. First thing I do is I try to shut it down as quickly as I notice it. And I replace it with something that brings me joy. Here is the replacement that I actually use. This is where I go in my mind when I wake up in the middle of the night and I find myself in one of those negative thought patterns. In my mind, I imagine myself on the farm that's been in our family since my great grandparents lived there. I walk through the front gate, past the tiger lilies, up to the front porch, and I stop and I say, hey, I miss you, to my grandmother. And then I walk around the back to where there is an old-fashioned water pump surrounded by wildflowers. And I lift and lower and lift and lower and lift and lower that handle on the pump and keep pumping until the water starts flowing. And then I fill my water bottle, my Revelation Wellness water bottle, with the cool and refreshing well water that I remember from my childhood. Next, 
I head around the corner, past the smokehouse, around the tall pines, and I skirt the edges of the fields until I get back to the far back end of the property where the ground slopes downhill, way downhill, down into the creek. And I follow that path through the woods, past the flowering redbud and dogwood trees. And when I reach the creek, I pick my way across the stones to the other side and I find a soft bit of grass and I sit down under the limestone cliffs with my back against a tree. Isn't that lovely? <laughs> I love that. It's silly, but I love that. Now, by the end of that little walk in my mind, do you think that I am still caught up in whatever I was worrying about before? Mm-mm. Nope. In fact, I often fall asleep before I even get to the limestone cliff. I really do. About halfway through that whole process, I fall asleep somewhere in the middle of the cornfield. <laughs> and I just sit there. If I do make it to the limestone cliff, I just sit there and I talk with God. And I really deeply receive both joy and peace there in his presence. Now, when I first started practicing this, my imaginary walk in the woods was just thinking about being on the farm out in nature, which I love. And it wasn't a very long thought. And I'd find myself very easily, I'd fall back into that worry rut and start right back over where I was. So over time, I slowly added details to this thought of being out there in nature on the farm. And I built up that path in my imagination. Like I added the going through the front gate and I added the tiger lilies and stopping to get a drink and going around the pines. I added all these details. And there might even be some magical twinkle lights down there now under those limestone cliffs. Yeah, there totally are. And it brings me a ridiculous amount of joy because of how silly it is to imagine twinkle lights in the trees down there where there is no electricity. But I am the one writing this imaginary script, so the rules of physics really don't apply. It brings me calm and peace and joy. And that's the point. I go there often. I wonder, what kind of path would you build in your imagination? I challenge you to give that a try, just for the joy of it. And that's this week's simple step to thrive. Curate a space where you can go in your imagination just for the joy of it. Start with a basic location that brings you some joy somewhere that makes you feel calm and safe, and then add details as you go. Go there often. The repetition will strengthen that path in your brain and make it stronger. Remember that you go here in place of when you are worrying or in fear or having anxiety or any other negative thought pattern, right? Remember to make this your go-to spot. Instead of those negative patterns, you go here on purpose. And as you go, it will become more familiar and you will add more details along the way. And that will begin to bring you to a place of peace and calm, right? Curating those details that you add to it intentionally to bring you joy and peace and calm. Imagine yourself there on a path to meet with the Father, to receive joy and peace in his presence. And then keep visiting, keep adding details, keep strengthening the path to get there, 
until it becomes a natural safe haven for you, until it becomes a place where you intentionally go to receive joy from the Father. Does it sound good? Are you ready to curate a just for the joy of its space in your mind? Today's podcast perk is going to help you do that. If you're on our list, it's already in your inbox. Not on our list, it's no problem. The link to join is free and it's in the show notes. Just scroll down on your app and you'll find it there. I can't wait to hear about the place you create and curate to hold space for joy. Thanks for listening. Would you do us a favor and answer a quick survey? What do you need more of from Simple Steps to Thrive this year? If you'd be willing to take just 60 seconds and give us your input, it would help us shape content for you all year long. And there's a fun little giveaway attached to thank you for taking the time to answer. But there's a deadline, so use the link in the show notes before you forget, okay? And remember, transformation only comes when we apply what we hear and learn. So don't forget to put today's podcast part to good use. It's already in your inbox if you're on our list. If you want to get on the list, just go down to the show notes and the link is right there. This episode is brought to you by Proverbs 17, 22 in the NLT. A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit saps a person's strength. See you next week.